This episode of the podcast is with Bianca Ornelas. She is a local muralist and illustrator whose recent political portraits have been getting a lot of positive attention, notably from the subjects themselves. These women are spearheading the recent wave of women being elected to Congress, and it was an absolute joy to speak with her. We talked about politics, culture, video games, mostly video games I knew nothing about, and she was kind enough to educate me on these. And yeah, we hung out at the infamous DBA in Pomona. Thanks again to them for letting us hang out. So please welcome Bianca Ornelas. All right. Well, cheers first off. Yay. Thanks for doing this. Of course. So I wanted to talk to you about your your illustrations lately. You've been doing a lot of political stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How's, uh, How's that been? It's been really interesting. Um, I have a lot of supporters, a Mm. lot of people who've been supporting me, but I also have people who kind of slide into my DMs and kind of tell me that I'm wrong. Oh, really? Yeah, there's always like two sides of each story, and Mm. no matter what your story is or whatever your beliefs are, there's always going to be someone who's with you and who's against you. Mm. But I am loving it because it, it kind of, I don't know, it... I don't know how to explain this. It adds more value to my work when people take time out of their day to mm. send negativity my way <laughs> when it's talking about sign. my artwork. Because yeah. I'm like, wow, you really actually sat behind whatever you're doing and mm. you thought about what you wanted to tell me. Like, I haven't gotten anything too bad, but it's just kind of like, I disagree with you because of this. Mm. Um yeah, or it's just mainly people just talking trash about the main political person. But yeah, it's it's a reaction, and I always try to create stuff that provides some type of um, like a platform for communication, mm-hmm. positive or negative. Hopefully, more positive stuff. Yeah. But um, <laughs> anything is all game. So yeah. cool. I imagine uh, your portrayal of AOC got a lot of flack because <laughs> <laughs> she's just getting nothing but criticism. You know what? A lot of people who follow me um we all kind of have the same mindset so a lot of the people are you know democrats or liberals or progressives Mm -hmm. so i got a lot of positive feedback from her but the one that i kind of got a lot of um like mixed reviews is the somali muslim woman oh yeah 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 um I guess something happened maybe a couple months ago. She said something about some country, and uh, a lot of people didn't like what she said. Mm -hmm. So some people went back into my Instagram, and they're just like, well, she hates these people, and I hope she gets fired from her job because she's a terrible person. But I'm like... Fired from her job? That's a pretty uh, nice uh, (laughs) DM. It could have been worse. Yeah, it could have been worse. (laughs) I've been lucky that I haven't gotten anything too bad. Yeah. Hey, this is not an open invitation, so don't come no. sliding into my DMs. <laughs> you have to start blocking people left and right. Have yeah. you ever had to do that? Um, once, maybe twice. Not because of their like hateful stuff, but mainly because they were just really creepy. Yeah. 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 That's unavoidable. Like yeah, in, I know. On, on the internet, right? Yeah. The yeah. horror stories I hear <laughs> from all my friends, like. Like, really? You just get those pictures all the time? Like, yeah. No, I've been super fortunate that I got, like, I haven't gotten any creepy photos. Oh, really? Wow. I've been really fortunate. I know all my girlfriends, they all have had, like, stuff sent to them. Yeah. I feel like yeah. you might be the first I've ever heard that 
Really? Never got a photo yet. I'm lucky. I feel so bad. I'm like, I don't get, obviously, I don't get pictures like that. Yeah. But like, God, I can't imagine what that's like. It sucks. All the time, every day. I know. You know? I It sucks. I mean, like, I've heard stories from my friends, and I'm just like, damn, I... I wish I can do something mm-hmm. that will stop people from sending stuff to you, but mm. you know, there's so much that I can do, but yeah, yeah it sucks. <laughs> I saw a funny uh, resolution to that. Uh, the person who got this photo found this guy's like mom mm. or sister online. Yeah. Like through his friends list or something. It was just like, here, here's your family. I'm going to send them this picture unless you send me, you know, 50 bucks. Yeah. He's like, oh my God, oh my God, what's your, what's your <laughs> PayPal? <laughs> you know what? If that ever does happen to me, I'm going to do that. Oh, yeah. They're creeps. Exploit them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They asked for it. Totally. <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, back to the art, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, mostly positive? Mostly positive, mm. and I'm so happy and I'm so thankful. Um, you know what's funny is before Trump was unfortunately into office, I didn't really draw anything political. Mm. It was just like, whatever. I didn't even know what I drew. Um, just whatever. Yeah, just <laughs> whatever then, came to mind. Yeah, mm. and then when all this stuff came down, I mean, I had to do something about it. And I mean, I, I, don't, I think drawing, um, I know I have like a, a gift there or whatever, mm-hmm. but I feel like I can do stuff uh, with my work. Mm-hmm. And so far, so good. I mean, like I've been having conversations with people and they've been asking me what I think. And yeah, it's just kind of like an open platform with my Instagram page. That's so cool. Yeah. And, and you got feedback from some of the subjects too, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like the, the Somali Muslim woman, the con- congresswoman, I think she's from Massachusetts. I think she's from Minnesota, actually. Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, um, like, slid into my DMs and thanked me and asked me if she can repost my work on her page. And it's just like, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, the Congress people. Uh, whenever I draw them, some mo- most of them, they hit me back up and like thank me and stuff. So mm-hmm. I think that's super rad. Yeah. yeah. You re- are, are you ever reaching out to any of them asking for permission or something like that? No, I just yeah. kind of do it. It's not really required, <laughs> right? No, it's I, not. Yeah, I wasn't sure how it goes for uh, illustrate. I'm a photographer, so it's like I'm either there or, you know, I can't do it. Right. Or I can't capture them. But like you're yeah. illustrating. Yeah. I don't know what the rules are, if they're different at all. Right. Yeah. I mean... Maybe. I, I feel... Mm. I don't know. I don't think so. They're a public figure. So mm. they're kind of like open game for people, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, I, I don't think I would need to ask permission. I didn't think so either. Yeah. It didn't, yeah, it didn't sound right, you know, thinking about it. But like, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. It, or if they would complain that, you know... I don't think so. I mean, politicians were... love publicity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think they're going to need all the positive yeah. publicity they can get. I guess so long as it's not creepy, you know, portrayals of them or something. Yeah, totally. Mm. Do you ever um, do you ever look into, like, city government or... Oh, since you started doing this, you've mm-hmm. gotten a little more political, you say, right? Yeah. At, yeah. Least, at least we're more conscious of the situations yeah. at hand. Um, do you ever look into local stuff, local government? Um... Not really. I feel so locally. I'm based here in Pomona and Chino. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I know one person who was in the local government in Pomona. So Mm -hmm. I mean, I grew up with 
now that I think about it, I've grown up with like politics all my life. Like uh, people who have been involved in politics, I've mm. always been around because my my family, my parents, um, they were always into politics too. Like my parents got married when they were really young, um, and my mom had me when she was young, like twenty twenty one. My dad. Um, he doesn't like the word radical, but he's always <laughs> been like really into politics and mm. he was always protesting and all that stuff. And I remember like five years old walking, marching down with my dad, holding a poster and stuff. Like I was cool. always in this, uh-huh. but I feel like I'm rediscovering the passion of it now mm. that I'm older, now that I can appreciate it. Because mm-hmm. back then when you're young, you're just like, oh yeah, it's, it's just the thing that I do. Yeah, you, you know, just think went about out it. on a yeah. Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, now that I'm older, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, my my dad keeps mentioning how I should probably get into politics, but I'm just like, um, I don't know. <laughs> but it'd be kind of interesting, right? It, it would be, I think so. Mm. I mean, with suburban sprawl just out of control, it made me think like, how do I stop this? Like, is yeah. there anything I can do to <laughs> stop? them for building on every patch of land i know huh like, it's just getting more crowded and you know yeah yeah it's like oh the power is in our hands if we you know want to assume that responsibility right. so and i think that's so amazing i it's so incredible how if you want change people mm-hmm. can come together and like make it happen mm-hmm. and i feel right now with all the shit that's going on in the white house and all that like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel that way i mean sometimes it's almost discouraging when you see people who are up for trial and they apparently get away with it or nothing is mm. pinned to them. And it's discouraging because you, I mean, as a citizen myself, I feel like it's, we don't really have the power to make any change. But mm. yeah, like, like you said before, local government, it starts small. And if you gather enough people, mm-hmm. you can create change. I mean, that's how the Me Too movement started. Yeah, just... With a hashtag, right? Yeah, it was insane. It was that simple and, yeah. you know, it took off. Yeah. Or I don't follow it enough, like, local-wise. I don't know what local governments are doing about it, but uh, hopefully hopefully they're, you know, running right. scared and yeah. getting their shit together. Right. So the crazy things, I graduated about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And when I was going to college, I worked on campus. Mm-hmm. I was a videographer and a multimedia developer. Mm-hmm. So I did, like, graphic, no, not graphic design, um, motion graphics and all that. Mm. And um, while we worked on campus, there was this thing called Title IX, mm. and it was issued to all the students and all the faculty there, and it's about like sexual harassment and stuff. And that kind of became really mandatory uh, when the Me Too movement started coming around. So the Me Too movement created this entire thing that is now affecting like the workplace and school, and I think that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see the impact of something. Yeah. That's insane. It's actually working. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. the internet is so good for that, too. It, it, any, everybody has a microphone, and everybody's kind of under a microscope if you wanted to get them there. Right. You know, everybody could be examined. Anybody could be. Exactly. You know? And it's a lot of power for one person to have. Yeah. 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 And I feel like, well, with me... I mean, I don't have a massive following. I mean, I'm not a well-known artist, mm. but I, I have, like, I understand that I do have maybe a couple people following me, um, and I feel it's my responsibility to try to do the best that I can, to be the best person that I can be with mm-hmm. what I have and what I can work with. Mm-hmm. So that's what I try to do with my work. So do you feel like you're being watched, scrutinized, or just no. observed at all? You know, Observed? 
I mean, you do have your following for sure. You have a couple thousand, a few thousand, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's a lot of eyes, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I don't feel like I'm being scrutinized. Observed, yeah, because there's people watching me. Whatever I put out, people respond to it. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like it's a responsibility that I have, and it's my choice to keep doing what I want to do, and that's to put out artwork and create a platform for conversation, exactly mm-hmm. what we're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the fun in, or that's the fun in doing things like this, connecting people, yeah. getting voices out, mm-hmm. and, you know, more than just Instagram could do or more than a hashtag could do. Yeah, well, totally. Even though I'm hashtagging this, you know, <laughs> later on for sure. You're going to tag me, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll put up a link to your Instagram and everything. All right. Do you have a full-on uh, like website, a Facebook, uh, anything other than uh, Instagram that you put it, put stuff out on? Yeah, I have a Facebook, a uh, Facebook art page. I'm currently working on my website. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have an online store that I have. Maybe about I think I have only three prints on there right now, but I'll be working on some really soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I mean. My website is the one thing that I'm working on right now. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah. I saw in your Instagram bio, you say you're rediscovering your roots. Yes. Yeah. How do you, uh, how do you go about that? So, um, back to more family history. My dad, I, I call myself like one and a half generation. Because mm-hmm. my dad's from the motherland, from Mexico. And um, my mom was born in East L.A., but her parents were from Mexico. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of like in this weird place where like first generation from my dad's side, second generation from my mom's side. And my dad uh, has always he's always been a really passionate. He is a very passionate person. And Mm -hmm. I think I got that from him. But my dad, ever since I was growing up, he was always like, yeah. Um, Mexica and like Chicano power and all that stuff and as a kid I was like well, whatever oh my god <laughs> and like we would go on road trips and we'd go to like the, the grave of um, Cesar Chavez my dad told me he was one, he met Cesar Chavez once before like my dad is an incredible person mm. he's the most interesting man that I've ever met and um he has all these stories, and I'm just like, oh, okay, Dad, whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> just boring you with these details. Yeah, because that... I, I grew up with this incredible guy, so I'm just like, oh, whatever, Dad. He's, he's just my dad. Mm-hmm. So I, my dad has always been so passionate and, uh, you know, towards his own culture, and he is just super <clears throat> proud. And um, I was trying to discover who I am as, like, uh, Mexican-American girl in white America and mm-hmm. I, I was just in this weird place as a teenager I was going through my angsty phase and then um, as you grew older I started meeting other people in college and every you know there's you meet lots of different people there from different backgrounds mm-hmm. and um, so talking to them Uh, they always had almost a good sense of who they are in this crazy world. Mm -hmm. At least um, know where they came from and their culture and stuff. And I've kind of always felt like I was always drifting by. Mm -hmm. And then recently, uh, maybe like a couple years ago, I don't know what what happened, but it just hit me. Um, I was just kind of like, wow, I'm (laughs) this Mexican-American, one one and a half generation woman in... Trump's America and mm-hmm. um, oh I that's the turning point it was Trump Trump made me like become even more proud of who I am because I 
ever since I was uh, ever since I was a teenager, I was always into punk. So I was like, mm. yeah, fuck the system <laughs> and all this stuff. <laughs> when I'm older, and Trump like was quoted saying, you know, Mexico and the rape, you know, rapists and all that stuff, and mm. he just is a flat out racist and doesn't like Latin America or any other person of color. Mm-hmm. And that just made me even more proud of who I am because I'm. It re- I realize that my brothers will have a different experience than their friends in America because my, my brothers, they're, they're like a little bit brown, mm-hmm. dark hair. Um, they live in a good neighborhood, but they've been pulled over a couple times mm-hmm. for no reason. Um, I've been fortunate where I haven't had like a crazy thing that had happened to me, but that just kind of like shook me to the core where, mm-hmm. damn, my brother can just be pulled over by a cop who knows if the cop was on a, you know, having a bad day, arresting my brother for no reason, maybe even shoot him, I don't know. Yeah, you never so, know. No, you don't know. Yeah. That's what's crazy. And because of that, I know I've ha- I have the privilege of being a citizen in this country, and I feel like I have the responsibility to kind of speak up for those who can't speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that idea made me more interested into my own culture because, I don't know, it's just going back into the history of um, my ancestors were like indigenous people who were here since the dawn, you know, since Mm -hmm. the dawn of time. Um, Yeah, and just getting more involved with like organizations like that on campus and um, just really being proud of where I came from. My dad has, he says something that is super cool saying like, we are the, what is it? We are like the natural children of America, but the bastard sons of Europe, or something like that. Because huh. like he's ta- he's talking about Latinos in general, because yeah. we're a mix of both. And I'm yeah, he always kind of tells my brothers that like whenever um, something happens to them racially, he's like, remember you belong here. You've always been here. Your ancestors were here. Yeah. Your ancestors were here since forever. Like you can't go anywhere. This is where you belong. Yeah. Yeah. So. Since before the the first settlers the first uh, European settlers yeah this was Mexico for the longest time it's like people forget that yeah or people conveniently ignore that fact you know yeah this land belonged to the native it still belongs Mm. to the native Americans Mm. or the indigenous people but back to your question (laughs) (laughs) rediscovering my roots is I don't know it's the narrative has been flipped Um, everything's bonkers right now and Mm. I feel like in order to survive you need to know who you are Mm. and that's what I'm doing and the more I learn about my culture the more proud I am and the more I fall in love with it like hopefully soon and hopefully this summer I can go to Mexico like where my dad's from Mm -hmm. so I'm just kind of like because I feel it's my time to go back right now like it's the perfect time for me to go back so Uh, yeah that'd be great right yeah (laughs) (laughs) my mom's from Chile I still haven't been there yeah yeah I always want to go but it's so damn expensive you know it's like three grand every time I happen to look and I'm like God, really? It's like, both, like, round trip, sure, but it's like, it's expensive. Yeah. It's just, the barrier of entry is a little too high, you know? I've been to Mexico. You know, I've got family from Mexico, too, but didn't go to the, didn't make the pilgrimage to, you know, the hometowns or yeah. anything like that. Uh, family in France, too, you know, never really did it, but um, I agree, it's so important to have that connection to your ancestry, to your, you know, heritage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you did you ever get negativity growing up? Um, growing up here in you grew up in Pomona, I'm assuming. You said you live here around Chino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, did you ever like get racist shit from from uh, I don't know white people? <laughs> <laughs> Who else? But yeah. Um, there was only one time that I got something when I was really young, mm-hmm. and at the time I didn't understand what was going on. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just felt uncomfortable in the situation. But now that I'm older, I look back and I was like, wait a second, that was fucking racist. Like, <laughs> what happened? So um, when I was young, my cousins and I, my grandma would walk us to the park mm-hmm. and we would play together in the park. And there's this one kid, he had like a Nerf gun and he was shooting us. Mm-hmm. And me and my cousins were like, wait, why is he shooting us? Let's take that gun away from him. <laughs> so we kind of like punked him out because mm-hmm. <laughs> kids do that, you know? Yeah. And we took the gun away and we shot him back. And then he started crying and he ran off to his dad. Mm. And his dad um, came over to us and we're just, you know, playing. Um, And he goes over and he's like cursing at us like, why did you shoot my kid? And we were just like, well, he shot us first. And Mm -hmm. we didn't want, we told him to stop, but he didn't. So we just shot him back to show him Mm -hmm. that it's not cool to shoot other people. And he's like, you leave my kid alone, you fucking spicks, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I didn't understand what, that word was yeah it's not a common word no and um i was like i knew it was wrong because he was yelling at us and Mm -hmm. he wasn't my parent yeah and i was like what no one can yell at me you're not my mom or my dad (laughs) so i told him to uh i don't remember what i said i just kind of was like hey you can't talk to me like that and i pulled like the veteran cards my dad is also a veteran Mm. told you my dad's (laughs) <laughs> an interesting person said it was handed everything culturally. <laughs> so I was like you can't talk to me like that my dad's in the army he's like well I bet your dad is from the army of Tijuana and I jeez not even clever no he's of like army of Mexico or something like that and I stood there and I was like thinking like is that true or not because I know I'm Mexican but <laughs> but I'm from here so I was like well I don't know maybe and he's like oh I never blah, blah. just he left and that was that but that always stuck with me because I, I was so confused for the longest time. I was mm-hmm. like, wait a second. That didn't feel right. Yeah. But now that I'm older, I'm like, that was racist. Yeah. And then remembering that word that like yeah. nobody ever, nobody uses that word anymore as this far was, as I know. This but was like, back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Even then, I thought it was still like Beaner. Like I got Beaner once or twice. Really? You know? Yeah. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. More like a, not in such a, you know, confrontational situation. Yeah. More half joking by some asshole kid you know but people are jerks man well you know they learn from their parents 90s yeah elementary junior high we're just you know people are the assholes their parents are or they're you know the angels that their parents are hopefully yeah yeah it's uh it's rough i feel like i've been i've tried to be conscious of that not like I got a lot of it. I've right. never been unjustly pulled over either, like that sort of thing. You know, I, right. I blend in fairly well. I'm fairly Same. light, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and because of that, I feel like I also, I mean, I have the privilege to pass. I feel like because that I can, I should fight back even more, stand up for those who can't mm-hmm. yeah. pass. So that's That's good. Thing. That's such a good mentality to have. Yeah. You know, using that, you know, opportunity yeah. that you've been born with you know right yeah because i mean not a lot of people are as fortunate as us mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting it's a weird world that we live in yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you ever get the uh the, the reverse from other hispanics of like you're not 
you're not one of us, you're one of them, you know, oh, you're from California, you're not, you know, <laughs> you're American, it's different. Right. Know? I, not that I can think of, I mean, in elementary school, I guess it, during that time, there wasn't a conversation like this. Mm -hmm. In the 90s, people didn't talk about racism and they didn't talk about like a generational type of thing and stuff. Right. Um, it was a so, bunch of different times. Yeah. So when I was younger, um, I never really felt like I fit in anywhere. Because mm -hmm. uh, there was always a, lang a language barrier when I was... So my grandparents lived with us and they spoke nothing, nothing but Spanish. But when I was small, I couldn't really understand it and I couldn't communicate. Mm -hmm. My grandpa would pick me up all the time. So when he would try to talk to someone in Spanish. I was kind of stuck there in the middle, like, uh, 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 trying to communicate. So I never really felt like I fit in anywhere. Mm -hmm. But I never really got any anything negative. I've, That's again, good. I've been very fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it all the time growing up. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, family jokes, but... Family jokes, friends. I spent some time in Guatemala. They all made fun of me because really? I didn't speak enough Spanish. And, oh, you know, man. they're like, you look like us. Why don't you... you know? Oh, I get like, that. Okay, I get that, too. <laughs> <laughs> My Spanish is terrible. I have an accent. I could hmm. barely... Yeah, I can understand it, but I, it's hard for me to converse in Spanish. Right, right. Yeah. I can kind of get by, you know, like... Yeah. I can understand what you're saying. I don't have really the vocabulary vocabulary to respond right you know or respond properly or like hopefully I'm getting my message across hopefully right. you understood that much and yeah you know oftentimes they will you know yeah more often than not it's mm. I'm in the same boat man yeah. like, good thing I'm really good with charades because I can like act it out <laughs> just trying to communicate yeah. and they get it they're like oh okay <laughs> that's how so recently I went to uh, Berlin and Paris. Mm -hmm. Berlin was super cool. Mm -hmm. uh, it was so cool. And there's people from all over the world there. So I was meeting people from Argentina, from everywhere. And mm -hmm. I was like, this is so cool. So when I went to Paris, a lot of people there don't really speak English. And I don't really speak French, but mm -hmm. I, I know like maybe a couple words here and there. But when I was trying to communicate, I was like acting it out. And they're like, oh, okay. And so they got it. So I thought that was really funny. Oh, that's good. I always hear Parisians, like, even hate when you make an effort. No. You know what? When I told my friends that I was going to Paris mm -hmm. and my family, they're like, oh, don't go. I mean, um, they, they're probably rude. Or I've, I've heard that, mm -hmm. most of all, like, they're rude. Mm -hmm. And Berlin, I didn't know what to expect from Berlin. I went there. Everyone's so nice and everything's so cheap. It's amazing. Like, a pint of beer was maybe two euros. Which what? is about $2.14. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So in Paris, I go there. I went with my brother and my cousin. And um, I was just asking, like, oh, parlez-vous français? Mm -hmm. Like, do you speak French? Or no, not français, English. Mm -hmm. I was like, parlez-vous anglais? And they're like, mm, no, no. And I was like, uh, hablas espanol? They're like, mm, no. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God damn it. How am I going <laughs> to speak to them? So I was, I, like, tried to... Um, remember certain words and I was like uh bonjour and I was just like trying to say these things and they're just like trying to help me say the words correctly and thankfully like um even though there was a language barrier they would kind of like point to places they were very helpful out there and they were really nice they mm -hmm. were very patient I think the reason is because we went during a time where there wasn't a lot of tourists I went in February so there was hardly anybody there mm. 
and this past February. Yeah, oh. like, like a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were really nice. Was it just the off season? Like nobody was there. Yeah, I mean it was still really busy, but mm -hmm. it was cool. I, I feel like if you travel off season, everyone's just in a better mood because they're they're not annoyed with all the tourists. Yeah. I could totally get that. Yeah. So you, sh you should try to go to Paris. <laughs> yeah, I should. That'd be nice. Yeah, there's lots yeah. of history out there. And my, the food is amazing. I bet. Yeah. yeah. I went to one French restaurant once in D.C. And it was great. And I never yeah. went back because for whatever reason, I just didn't go back. It's like, I should go back. No, fuck it. I should just go to France and, like, you know, yeah, get I the snails can... and get all the, <laughs> <I got laughs> all the stereotypical stuff. I tried stuff. the, the um, what are they called? Escargot. Tried that. How is it? It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had chicken hearts uh, in Guatemala, and I felt so proud. I was like, oh, I'm eating weird food. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Snails are next, you know. Yeah, it's not that bad, really. <laughs> it's just really chewy, and it has this weird, earthy aftertaste. But other than that, not that bad. Hmm. You have to drink it with champagne, though, to get the real experience. I'm not a champagne guy. Really? Yeah. You don't like the, the I'll, I'll try it. Uh, I, I don't like the, I've never had a good one, one that I liked. Hmm. Yeah, something about it too effervescent or the flavor or something i don't know something always wrong with it gotta try it with the snails obviously yeah if that's you know if that's the move yeah yeah huh champagne champagne's good never been a fan i like uh, wine too but then i uh, in that case i go to red wine the okay. dark the robust you know yeah uh, see no the ones not that me. you have to try or the <laughs> ones that you have to try the ones that you like have to really taste you know right almost pungent you know yeah Pungent for sure. I can't do that. No? No. You're a it's, white wine person? You see, I don't really like wine because it gives me a headache, mm. but I do like sparkling wine, so mm. Prosecco, mm -hmm. Champagne. I just like bubbly stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> beer should be more bubbly. I like, I love beer. Mm. This one is a cucumber sour. Mm -hmm. It's delicious. I'm glad that they had it. You just, you barely gave him anything and she was like oh i know exactly what you're talking yeah. about yeah <laughs> do you have a cucumber she's like cucumber sour i'm yeah. like yeah she's like i got you I'm like oh my god they, they're always on it i love it even though the menu's right there i'd never see them look back and yeah i know i would yeah know, same if i was working here do you know how many drinks they have on that menu i'm gonna guess 40 plus probably yeah I love this place. Yeah, it's so great. You said you haven't been here in a while, though. Yeah, right? I haven't been here in forever. Mm. I usually come when there's someone playing. Yeah, I yeah, I rarely just hang out here. It's usually because of a show. Yeah. Or like, nah, stop by after a show. You know, mm. um, I used to work at Fox, so whenever we would get out early, DBA still open. Maybe the band is still going. Right. Otherwise, we're just having a drink over there by the door and. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's friendly. Everybody here is on the same page, you know. Everybody who comes here wants to either just drink and make friends or watch the show. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's why I like this place. It's super chill. Mm-hmm. Did you check out the, the arcade bar down I the street? I did, yeah. yeah. I was never much of an arcade game player. Really? But I went back, like in the back area, they have that... Um, that emulator for like Super Nintendo and okay. everything. I yeah. think it was just Super Nintendo. So we were playing like Mega Man and all these old <laughs> games that I haven't seen in forever. And I was like, these games were so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, did you like that place? Yeah, it's cool. I've only been there twice. Mm. Like I haven't I haven't been in Pomona in forever, and I don't live too far from here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you live in Chino, right? Yeah. What do you do in Chino then? What's live. there to do? I live there. <laughs> just live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I mean, I work out in Fullerton. Mm-hmm. I sometimes go out to Los Angeles to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all over the place. Are you strictly freelance, or do you work for any no, organization? No, uh, right now I am a secretary mm-hmm. for a company cool. based out in Fullerton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm also freelance. Cool. Yeah. Cool. You get a lot of commissions and all that sort of thing? I do. Yeah, and that's I've, good. Again, very fortunate. Yeah. Have it, like, it's my part-time job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, again, just super blessed, super mm-hmm. fortunate, super thankful. So hopefully the good, the goodness and the good vibes and good luck keep coming my way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So you studied art? No. You didn't? Self-taught. Oh, wow. Yeah. What did you study in college? And where'd um, you go? So I went to Cal Poly. Okay. I've always been local Sorry. my entire life. Mm-hmm. Cal Poly Pomona. Um, my degree is in communications, um, but it's uh, in public relations. I don't know why I had to think about that. Mm-hmm. So my degree is in public relations. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you used it since? Is that Was that your segue into the secretary work? or No. I mean, so this was my thing. So... I'm uh, fresh out of community college, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I got my, my AA in um, public speaking, mm-hmm. so it's another communications thing. And I was really good at that. Um, so I was like, oh, I don't know what to study in college. I want to I wanna have a degree that will make me money, because mm-hmm. like, I need money. Yeah. And I didn't think that um, art would make me any money. I was like, uh, fine art, graphic design, whatever type of thing. I can mm. learn it myself. So I go to school for public relations. Didn't really like it, but I finished it. Mm-hmm. I met a lot of incredible people there. And um, I worked on campus as a videographer and all that stuff. Loved it all. But then when I graduated, I didn't get anything for public relations. My first job was the secretary job that I'm still at right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know a lot of publicists. If you want that job, I could probably (laughs) give you a few numbers. Right. So I'm just, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do next. Like um, commissions are good for Mm -hmm. now, but I want like a steady job. Yeah. Um, So I'm thinking about maybe getting my master's into something, but this time like actually going for something that I like. Mm -hmm. So maybe illustration work or graphic design or something. Because I know... That I'll kick ass in that. Like, mm-hmm. not to brag. But <laughs> like, no, I you know, just feel confident in it. You yeah, know, and good. I know, like, what I'm, what I'm capable of, and I'm mm-hmm. capable of, like, kicking ass in that field. Because mm-hmm. if I taught myself how to do it, and so far, so good. Yeah. I mean, like, imagine, I can only imagine, like, what I can learn when I'm taught that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. And your work is solid already, so. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's already a good sign. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Um, so you started, I don't know, when did I start following you? You were doing illustrations back then too, I think. And you were doing just random stuff, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like two year ago? Two years? I don't know, something like that. I think it was just like, maybe. Wow. Yeah. I'd have to look back, but (laughs) (laughs) well, I remember that the political stuff was fairly new Yeah. and you just ran with that. So that was really cool. Yeah. And speaking of public uh, public speaking, you're very vocal on uh, Instagram, and it's great. It's really cool that you're speaking to your followers. Thanks. Almost all the time. I try. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's important to have that com- that connection with 
the people who are following you. Mm -hmm. Like they, I don't know. I, again, I'm just very fortunate mm -hmm. that people want to look at my work. Mm -hmm. People want to pay attention to me in that sense. And I think that's super cool. Yeah. So, yeah, reach out. I try to reach out at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Go Do on without makeup on. I'm like, hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> my hair all crazy. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Love me for the real me. <laughs> it always seems like uh, you're just a natural at it anyway. So that's, that's good. I said know. I was good at public speaking. So mm. nah, maybe there's a... Well. I tried doing that. I tried holding the camera and just kind of doing what you do. Yeah. And it's like, I... I you have know, to set I don't, it down. I don't feel like doing... Well, it's not even just holding it no. up. It's just like, I don't... I feel so weird talking to a right. phone. <laughs> Low-key, me too. I feel yeah. kind of weird. Because I feel like I need to talk to someone. Yeah, but yeah. That's why I do this. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of going back and forth on Instagram or something like that. Yeah. Like this face-to-face, -face, even Skype would have done, you know, would have done fine. Yeah. Yeah, I have to see your face if I'm talking to you. Right. <laughs> yeah. For the longest time, I've had... Like, I don't know what it was about me and talking on phones, but I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. I couldn't talk to I someone on the phone. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of gotten over it now, but mm -hmm. for the longest time, I couldn't, like, just talk on the phone. It, it would cause so much anxiety to me because I need to be in front of someone. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like I'm a very animated person. And, yeah, so if I'm talking over the phone and my tone is, like, a certain way, but I'm, like, moving this way, people are not going to know that I'm joking or I'm sarcastic or whatever yeah exactly. i don't know and it just makes me really nervous because i don't want to be misinterpreted mm -hmm. yeah have you run into that um over text. over, over text. text yeah uh, that's why i used all the punctuation possible when yeah, texting but then, I, then i feel like super cheesy like i'm over exaggerating like hello how are you doing oh yeah five exclamation <laughs> points <laughs> Yeah. Did you ever see that meme that was it was saying that like you have to add LOL to something now to just in case it looks rude? <laughs> no, really. <laughs> like if you're yeah, if I'm gonna say like hey you're running late, um, if I if I added LOL it means I'm not mad. Yeah. Obviously, but like it also just kind of takes the takes the edge off the oh, the tone, you know. Okay. And I thought that was really funny because like I don't really use LOL. Right, but, same. But it's there if you need it. Like, it's this really interesting tool that we figured out how to use. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, etiquette for texting now. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure there's books written on it, too. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. There's yeah. going to be classes about it. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> communication studies. Yeah. <laughs> I remember years ago, I was in, uh, well, when I was a little kid, I was in my mom's office, and she was... Um, she was asking me because she thought I sent emails at the time, and I just wasn't even online yet, but she was talking to somebody who did everything in caps and like mm. no no uh punctuation or anything like that and yeah. she's like is he yelling at me <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i have no idea and her, yeah her her co-workers are like i think he's yelling at you i think oh he's God. really mad like read what he's saying it seems kind of angry and yeah uh it's like yeah all caps like you can't do that um i think punctuation is important adding lol <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah do lol but yeah. maybe i should whatever i don't care yeah, i don't think people i think people know that i'm whether or not i'm joking yeah i like only talk to like two other people so it's fine they know how i am <laughs> <laughs> that's good you narrow it down pretty good <laughs> yeah they're good they're mm. fine they've known me for years <laughs> um what inspired uh naughty girls oh oh okay cool mm -hmm. um so <laughs> 
Naughty Girls. I, you know, I'm planning on changing the name of that. I want to kind of do like this revamp thing of it. But Betty Page inspired me. Mm-hmm. I'm um, like super into that vintage Betty Page um, type of scene. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when I would have my hair cut, I would style it like Marilyn Monroe. I would dress up like that. I was like not in the rockabilly scene, but I dressed like that. And mm-hmm. I modeled for pinup girl clothing. Like I've done the pinup stuff for mm-hmm. a bit. And um, it's kind of hard to do it since my hair is like really, really long. (laughs) But no, I was always into that. Uh, Ever since I was 15, I saw uh, the Marilyn Monroe movie called Some Like It Hot. Mm -hmm. And I fell in love with that movie. And then I fell in love with Marilyn Marilyn Monroe. And then I just started watching like black and white films nonstop. And I just kind of like embraced old Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And that's when I found out about Betty Page and like what she did was super risque at the time and it was actually considered illegal of what she was doing oh people, really people would get arrested if they found her magazines oh like, wow yeah <laughs> just being just being a fan of hers yeah so wow. back then in the day it was um so america was like super christian mm. they still are but back then they were like super christian it was worse back then <laughs> yeah, yeah i'd rather live in this time <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, said all people of color <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So back then, um, they they would have like they didn't really have any s- porno stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, bondage was like seen as immoral, and Betty Page was the queen of that. Mm-hmm. And so she would do all these crazy poses and modeling stuff, and um, people would sell these magazines, kind of like low key. Mm-hmm. And if someone were to be caught with them, they would get fined or be arrested or something. So that itself, like. Um, something so natural as sexuality being illegal Mm -hmm. is so interesting to me um i don't know there's this i don't know it's sensual it's um something that shouldn't be taboo yeah because i mean you know a lot of people are humans are just sexual beings and there's nothing wrong about that Mm -hmm. but yeah so my naughty girls were is inspired by betty page and um all the burlesque dancers and drag queens and yeah Mm. it's fantastic i love it that's cool yeah how do you feel about the um uh the pole dancing not pole dancing with the uh it's kind of like that bondage feel there's ropes hanging from the ceiling i totally forget what that style is called and yeah. people are like tied in it and hanging on it or yeah what? and they like they'll tangle themselves in yeah. it and then untangle themselves yeah. and just do this incredible incredibly like choreographed work you know right uh have you have you seen that live no i haven't seen it live the only thing that i've seen live is uh dita vontese i've seen her like maybe two or three times you know who she is i feel really bad i know the name i cannot put a face to it it's right totally now. fine <laughs> she's um considered like the queen of burlesque so, so she brought back the so strippers obviously take off their clothes mm-hmm. and um before the word stripper had this connotation of like being at a strip club and like being raunchy i mean Mm. whatever um back then in like the 20s 30s and 40s women would have these strip shows there are strip teases and they were it was called burlesque Mm. back then you couldn't be naked because it was illegal so they would put pasties over their body but they would strip down to their pasties but the way how they did it was very like sensual and Mm -hmm. it was super cool so she brought that back and she's like really big she goes all over the world and she does it 
Um, but the way how she sets up her show is kind of like a vaudeville act. Mm -hmm. So you have a host and he's introducing all the acts and each act is different. Mm -hmm. So you would have someone who's like very, um, who, who's a dancer and they would do like these really cool dancing steps while they're taking off their clothes or someone who's um, like a gymnast and they do all these crazy stuff. But mm -hmm. they would have these elaborate props on stage and it's incredible. And the amount of work and talent and it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so that I go, I love going to that. So that's the only thing that I've like gone to, mm -hmm. but I, I've never seen the the thing that you were just talking about. I, yeah, I wish I could remember the name of yeah. it, but I've been to a couple of them and they were just like, awe, really? you know, <laughs> just awe inspiring. Do they just hang you know, there just, or do they do stuff? They're, they'll swing around and twist and, you know, do these things where like, they almost look like yo-yos where like That's they'll just so fall cool. and yeah. then catch themselves in a knot and then yeah. pull themselves back up and That's just do crazy. these crazy things. Yeah. Almost like Cirque du Soleil, you know? Yeah. And it's just like this burlesque, not even burlesque. It's just striptease because they're in not leotards, but like just really like shorts and a, like a, whatever they call it, what are they called? Sports bras, something yeah. like that, you know, or like more elaborate than that. Yeah. You know? Oh and it's, God. yeah, it's just incredible work, you know? I would love to see that. That's yeah. And it's nothing, cool. you know, there's nothing, I guess, explicitly sexual about it. It's more of just like this choreographed, mm -hmm. you know, acrobatic, you know, thing. But yeah. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. Where did you see that? Uh, in LA. Uh, some, like, it was like a shop that they had closed and just made room for this. Okay. Yeah. Like they had rented it out. Yeah. Or this troupe had rented it out. And uh, yeah, it was really cool. It was That's really interesting. Cool. Yeah, I'd be down to see it. Yeah, <laughs> this was years ago. I'm sure, but I'm sure they're still doing it. Right. Um, did you start that with somebody else? I can't remember. Naughty girls. Yeah. No, just me. Oh, I thought there was somebody else involved in that. Oh, um, I've had people uh, collaborate with me, but it's pretty much all me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of feel bad because like I I want to do more with it. But there's so there's only so much that I can do because I'm working on like three things right now, mm -hmm. and it's just hard to like manage my time and I don't know I feel like I've spread myself too thin. Mm -hmm. But I definitely want to go back and work on it more, and yeah. Cool. Three <laughs> <laughs> new or not new things? You didn't say new things specifically, but you said you're working on three things at the moment. Yeah. So you've got. Is it Naughty Girls? Yeah. It's... My personal stuff. Your personal stuff, and... And then, um... I have a friend who lives... Oh, my best friend. She lives out in Savannah, Georgia right now. She's going to college out there. Um, and we developed this story. Oh, my gosh. I haven't really told anybody about this except my close friends. Um, so we developed, like, a comic book thing when we were 15. Mm -hmm. And we developed this awesome story um, for years and now that we're older and she is like on her last I think last year or last two years in college she has to develop a story to pitch to her class or whatever and so she asked me like hey can can I use our story for our class I'm like yeah sure so um, then I was like why don't we just fucking publish it like why don't we just draw out this comic because cool. we told some of our friends and they they were super into it and we're like why don't we just fucking do it mm -hmm. and just publish it and because my goal in life 
is to have my own um, stand in Comic Con where I have like my comic books there. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. So I was like, why don't we do that? She's like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> so we're currently wor working on that. It's a lot of work because she has her own life. She's working. And then I'm over here doing my own thing. But we're slowly but surely working on this comic together mm. and we're going to publish it because it's been way too long working on it since we were 15. We're almost 30 now. So we're like, we got to publish this it's shit. It's time. Yeah, yeah. it's time. <laughs> also, you you gained more expertise in, in illustrating and yeah, writing and for sure. All that. That's what's so funny about mm. it. So looking back at our old drawings of our characters, it was like, man, it, it's almost embarrassing. Some of, some of the <laughs> stuff that we drew, we're like, really? This mm. is what we, we thought was cool back then? Yeah. So we're just kind of like revamping everything. It's going to be a graphic novel. It's going to be so cool. And I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like my baby. Awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's so cool. I'm super passionate about it. It's, it's going to be so fucking cool. So is this going to be a series or is this going to be uh, just... Uh, one storyline to to get things going um i haven't really thought of it like it's gonna be a series for sure mm. our story's pretty long but it's gonna be awesome mm -hmm. we had this idea um where she her style of drawing is completely different from mine mm -hmm. and we want to draw um she wants to draw her side of the story and my side of the story, the introduction of it, mm -hmm. our own styles. So it will meet together in the middle, and then it will continue like our style. Our our styles together will like mm -hmm. the the books in the future will have both of our styles meshed together. Mm -hmm. But the first book would have this. I thought it was really cool, like our two styles meeting together in the yeah. middle, where our characters meet up. That's really interesting. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a do you have a deadline or are you kind of just playing it by ear? Just playing it by ear. Yeah. Yeah. She I think she has a deadline. I'm just kind of like following mm. her. <clears throat> so, she kind of tells me what she needs and I just let her lead. Yeah. yeah. I'm so weary of deadlines, but they're necessary. Totally. You know? <laughs> I I feel that for sure. I I feel like I need a deadline to get things going mm -hmm. but again this is she wants to do this for her class so i'm letting her lead the team mm -hmm. um because normally i'd be like we gotta do this now <laughs> but she you know it's up to her right now mm -hmm. and it's it's cool she's cool. probably my favorite current artist right now oh it's awesome she's incredible <laughs> what's her name missy simpson missy simpson yeah i think her instagram is different though i don't remember her instagram mm. Yeah, she's incredible. Cool. She can draw monsters from the top of her head. Like, if you can... Do you play video games? Not really, no. No? Okay. Well, I guess <laughs> that example's <laughs> out the window. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I played Counter-Strike for a little while, and then that was about it. Have you it. heard of the Final Fantasy? Yeah, yeah. Okay, do you remember... I bet you don't remember the monsters on the, the video game. It's totally mm. fine. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, some Final Fantasy games have, like, these crazy, like, demons and monsters and stuff. She mm. can whip that up, no problem, That's in so a couple cool. seconds. She's incredible. Mm. Yeah. I can only draw what I see, so I, I can't, like, I've never been, not like I practiced that much. I've been drawing my entire life. Oh. But, um, obviously, I don't publish stuff because I, you know, super self-conscious about it every time I, I take too many breaks in between and then right. have to like come back and like you know yeah. kind of retrain myself but it's always been 
having to look at a picture. Yeah. Um, pulling out monsters and getting super creative like that is just so cool to me when yeah. people can do stuff like that. Yeah, she's super talented that way. Mm. So. Where do you get um, your style? Um, who, uh, who are those main, uh, not main, who are those inspirations? Okay, uh, interesting question. <laughs> um, when I first started, well, I was drawing, I have been drawing my entire life, mm -hmm. but uh, I started trying to draw my own manga comics, so like the Japanese comic books. Mm -hmm. And my best friend and I, we, I still have our, our notebooks. We would draw in these notebooks and we actually have drawn our comic out so everything's there. We just got to redo it all. Mm -hmm. But we would draw these comics and a lot of like my style was inspired by like the anime stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, and then as I grew older, I tried to draw realistically. Mm -hmm. I try to draw real realism, but I can't because I, I trained myself to draw like anime. So I feel like I have this weird style of like comic style. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I can't. I can't describe how my style looks like. I, it's very colorful. Yeah, um, I was. I always thought it was like very, um, at least dancing the line of political pop art. Right. Where, yeah. Yeah. And there was like you know Maoist China had that you know the propaganda art. Yeah. And you know Soviet Russia had those things. Yeah. Say what you will about those governments, their art was it's way fantastic. better than U.S. Yeah. propaganda <laughs> art at this at that time. Right, <laughs> like no, it was I, just way better looking. Yeah, I totally yes, that is uh, where I get some of my my inspiration from too. The propaganda mm -hmm. stuff, mm -hmm. um, a lot of like the old <clears throat> noir movie posters, mm -hmm. I get that from you know a lot of my inspiration from there too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just I feel like oh big inspiration the. Do you remember like back, um, not like you were alive back then, <laughs> but back in the 20s and 30s, they would have like these fruit crate art. Like they would have yeah. fruit in a wooden crate and uh -huh. they would plaster the, this beautiful advertisement, advertising those those fruits. Mm -hmm. A lot of my inspiration comes from that. Cool. So I have like this. That makes a lot of sense actually. Yeah, yeah. like 30s inspired advertising type of thing mm -hmm. yeah and that's just for my personal stuff for my naughty girl stuff it's a lot of like 50s 60s 70s exploitation films and like mm -hmm. um playboy magazines i have a ton of playboy magazines at my house and a lot of the artwork is so incredible in there so. There's actually just artwork in there, like uh, like illustrative work? Yeah, they or? have some illustrations in there. Mm. They have a lot of incredible uh, articles in there. And then, of course, you have, like, the nudies. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I mean, it's not even that bad. You just see a couple pair of boobs and stuff. Looking well, back, it's not even, like... It's not that bad. Compared to today, it's not even considered porn. No. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not that bad. <laughs> But it's more modeling and yeah, yeah, yeah. just photography. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Playboy has a lot of really cool illustrations in there where I get a lot of my inspiration from, too. Interesting. Yeah, and John Willie is a huge inspiration for my Naughty Girls. Mm. Yeah. John Willie? Yeah, John Willie, he did a, a lot of... He was actually known for his bondage art. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did um, cover work for this magazine called Bazaar, and that was kind of like... It wasn't porn, but it was like a, a strange magazine where you would see like kinky stuff but mm -hmm. nothing too crazy it was just like bondage and th this was back in the 20s and 30s where everything was supposed to be like 
super clean. Mm -hmm. And then you have this magazine where you have pictures of women being tied up and his illustrations. I think he had a comic called Gwendolyn, I guess, getting in trouble or something. And it's this girl always getting in trouble and she's <laughs> somehow getting tied up or wow. something like that. She's like, oh, I can't help myself. Help me. <laughs> I wonder where that came from. What the root of that fetish, I guess? Not even fetish, just that, that genre. You know what? Talking about fetish, hmm. you know um, Wonder Woman was started because of that, right? That makes sense. So, <laughs> the creator, <coughs> All the, that shoulder she was showing. The mm. creator of Wonder Woman, he was married to this lady. Mm. I could get... Okay, so I'm just vaguely telling the story. There's mm. a lot of uh, details that I'm just going to gloss over, but the guy who started Wonder Woman, who was married to this woman, this woman and he had an interest with this other lady i guess he she was his student or pupil because i think he was a professor i'm not quite sure mm -hmm. but anyways he was really interested in her but i think she the mistress or the husband was really into like this strange thing where he would like whip something and the sound would turn him on or like him getting hit would turn him on that Whoa. was so different <laughs> and the wife was like the wife was Not like, me. right? But then she was like, hmm, this is interesting. So she kind of got involved with it. So they had this like this relationship with the three of them and he mm. had children with both of the women. But their relationship with one another involved um, like whips. It was kind of like BDSM, but yeah. super vanilla in a way yeah. where it wasn't too crazy, but they would tie each other up and they'd spank each other. And he had... Like, he was wondering, or he created this character, Wonder Woman, um, where she would go around and she'd tie people up with her whip and she'd whip <laughs> things. And she was in, like, this skinky, not skinky, but, like, this cute little outfit and stuff. Yeah. So that idea, like, the foundation of Wonder Woman stems from How BDSM. Funny. Look it up. My first thought is, like, wife is not into it. She's like, not me. I'm not doing that. You're, no, she you're was too open. fucking she weird. Was, <laughs> 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 I think at first she thought that, but she's like, mm, see what's going on yeah. and she got into it and she's like this is not that bad wow so they had um That's nuts. yeah i saw there was a documentary <laughs> about it It was so interesting so wonder woman is now one of my favorite characters <laughs> <laughs> do you have any um future plans for naughty girls any anything in the works um nothing right now but i do have high hopes for it i feel like i'm sitting on a gold mine and i just need to figure out what i can do with it mm -hmm. Um, but I have a lot of ideas that I want to do in the future. Mm -hmm. But right now, I'm taking it easy. I, it's overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not working on anything right now. But I want to start doing collaborations with people. Mm -hmm. um, I want to start making more designs. I want to make merch. I want to just do everything mm -hmm. with it. That's uh, my problem. I want to do everything. Yeah, it's, it's hard to narrow it down to yeah. a productive line yeah. of work right yeah but yeah. i again like i a lot of people have been really interested in working with me mm -hmm. in uh, naughty girls so that's super cool mm -hmm. cool yeah. i feel like merch is where where it's at largely people love I, I love wearing pins yeah well so I, it's a, like, I made a pin oh did you yeah i'm not sure i saw it i made a pin for naughty girls oh what is it it's uh it's the shape of a heart and there's hands bounded together like this there's like Hmm. wrists yeah. tied together with rope and it's inside this red heart. I'll have to see it again. Maybe I have seen it though. Yeah. I'm surprised. Huh. Like I sold that all over the world. 
Really? Yeah, the oh, pins. Wow. I have people from all over the place. They have they bought that. Oh, that's so cool. So again, I think like I'm there's something there. Yeah, I yeah. gotta work on it. But Are these enamel pins? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I love enamel pins. I don't even have any, but I just really? I love the idea of like they seem so uh permanent, I guess. You yeah. Know? As opposed to just regular buttons that can fall apart, you can lose it, or you are more likely to lose them because maybe you don't care, you can just get another one. Yeah. Enamel pins are a little more expensive. Yeah. It's like a nice watch. It's like, you know, you don't want to get you don't yeah. want to risk losing it. Yeah, they're super cool. I mm -hmm. they're the way how I made them, they're the perfect size and they look on they look cool on every jacket. And I have people oh, from like people who are interested in all sorts of things. It doesn't have to be someone who's like in the alternative genre. Like, I don't know. I think that's so cool about the pins. It is a little risque, mm -hmm. but people all over the spectrum, they've bought it and mm -hmm. they bought it. Bought it. That's not even the word. <laughs> bought it. They bought it and they, they've always sent me positive feedback. They really loved it. That's so cool. Yeah. How far out have you sold uh, anything? Um, anything? I feel like the farthest. Let me see. Either, <clears throat> well, Australia's not that far. I've sold stuff in Paris, in France, uh, England. Um, all over the country. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's nuts. That's awesome. Yeah. Australia's like, further than I always think. Is, I think isn't it that is like too. a f 14, 15 hour flight, something like more. that? More. No, 14, probably. That seems right. Yeah, way too far. And it's like nothing yeah. in between, right? Yeah, ocean. <laughs> Did you sell, do you sell them in like batches in that case or is somebody buying like one pin? They buy, um, yeah, they buy one. Yeah. Sometimes people buy a couple, but they mostly buy just one. Oh. It's one person who wants it and they buy it. Yeah. I'm yeah. just panicking, panicking at the thought of the, the shipping. <laughs> yeah. That's tricky. Yeah. But I love it. I love it. Like I have my own little setup. I always write a personal note, always thanking them. and That's so cool. Yeah, and um, I got into, what is it called? Like making your own stamps. So mm. I forgot the word of it, like a lino cut print. So I would mm. have uh, something that I would carve into mm -hmm. um, and then I would make a design and I put ink over it, slap it on a piece of paper and there's my stamp. Cool. So that, I'm thinking about doing that too for Naughty Girls, like have some pinup girl, mm -hmm. just cut it out and then slap it on a print. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you ever think about like street art? Things just like, just throwing yes. stuff out there? Yeah, so um, one artist that I'm really close to, who's really big in LA, his name's Vile. He's a um, street artist. Mm -hmm. and he mentioned about going in the streets and doing my, my Naughty Girl stuff. So I think that's super cool. I probably yeah. should jump on that. Yeah, he's also super fucking talented. Mm. I've known him since I was like 14, 15 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's been a while. So he's doing a lot of work out there? Yeah, I mean, mm. that's his job, just making art. It's amazing. Yeah. Isn't that great have when you, people can figure that out? Yeah. <laughs> have you been to the bar 82? No. No? It's, I don't spend a ton of time in L.A. But right, because when, you're and so when far, I, yeah. Yeah, and when I do, like, I go to the same venues. It's, yeah. it's almost always for work, so, like, yeah. Yeah, well, there's, again, it's a barcade, so it's a bar with an arcade arcade inside mm -hmm. he did the mural outside the the buildings it's like this massive mural across the building and it's gorgeous he's mm -hmm. known to um do eyes in his artwork so it's just that where'd you say it was 
in the arts district in LA. Oh, okay. It's called 82. I think oh, it's 82, 82 yeah. or 83, I'm not sure. I was like, Koreatown, maybe? No. I went to a barcade in Koreatown. Oh, okay. Years ago, and I was wondering, how big did they get, like, barcades? Mm -hmm. So, like, this one popped up, and everybody was, you know, so psyched for it. Yeah. Nobody wants to drive to L.A. just for a barcade, you know? Yeah. They'd rather just get a, you know, a 12-pack and just hang out at home. <laughs> true, yeah. true. But video games are fun. I love video games. I, I wish I got into that. I never did. I had a PlayStation as yeah. a kid, and yep. I ended there. That's good, though. That's good yeah. that you're not into it, because you don't want to be like me. You don't, you don't want to <laughs> play something like and nonstop. Productive and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I get bad when I play video games. Well, you seem to find a balance pretty well. You're Nope. No? Nope. You seem so busy. You could have mm -hmm. fooled me. Okay, so <laughs> with me, I know I love video games so much that I know I have a problem. Mm -hmm. Like, if I start, I cannot stop. Yeah. So that's why I hardly pay, play video games. But when I do, I don't get nothing done. Mm -hmm. Absolutely nothing. So when Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, mm -hmm. played for an entire month, got nothing done, barely slept, barely ate. Finished it, and I was good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Dealt with my feelings, but I was good to go. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, so I'm just waiting for one more game to come out, and after that, I think I'm pretty good. Mm. I'm always told about these games that I think might actually be interesting, and I, I never follow through. The last one I did was Counter-Strike, because they brought it back, and okay. it was something I played a lot in high school. Yeah. And they brought it back, remastered it, and added new levels or yeah. something like that. And I didn't realize people are still playing this game. Yeah. It's nuts. So uh, I downloaded it for like $15. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I played four hours straight because I hadn't played since high school. Yeah. You know, like oh. 15 years ago. So like I just dove in and yeah. just played for four hours. And then after that, I was like, all right, and now we're here and now we're there. And now I don't play it anymore. Like, I don't know. It never stuck. The idea yeah. of play. Like, I wish there was a... Did, did you ever use Mavis Beacon as a kid? No. The learning game? No. Oh, those were so I fun. I had Jumpstart. Jump I don't know start. if you remember that. I think it was the same concept, right? Like, you have to play a game to solve a puzzle that Kinda. helps you learn yeah. how to read. Yeah. Or, yeah, it was for the computer. Yeah. What, what kind of games did that one have? It was kind of like a story. Mm -hmm. So you followed this main character. He was like a frog, mm -hmm. and he had a companion who was... I don't know what he was, I forgot. But uh, it it was like first grade, second grade, all the way through sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And the environment was different. So mm -hmm. like, let's say grade number five would be set in a classroom in a tree. So a lot of the games dealt with like fruit and worms in the fruit and um, just like that. Uh -huh. um, th that was the only type of video game that I had when I was a kid. Like mm. I didn't start playing video games until I was in high school because my parents were super anti-video game mm -hmm. and plus we couldn't afford a video game well, they were console. so expensive back they then they were yeah. yeah yeah i mean we didn't even have cable when i was young but video games oh no and like yeah my parents were super against video games because they they knew that if i if any kid started playing they just would not be productive at all mm -hmm. so i didn't Oh my God, I remember when I was really young, my uncle from Chicago was living with us for for a summer. Mm -hmm. He came down and he uh, was or is an av avid c collector for like Nintendo, the mm -hmm. first model of Nintendo. Cool. And he had 
I think two at the time and he was looking for another one and so he bought a Nintendo 64 on accident and he's like oh I don't want this I'm gonna take it back and I was like no come back and then he gave me he gave me his second Nintendo because he had two mm. and I had it for a day for a couple hours and I was playing I was playing like this crazy ninja game mm-hmm. I was having so much fun and my dad came in he's like you gotta give that back and I was like no <laughs> so I ha- that was my first video game console oh wow I was maybe about two, 10 11 or 12 and I had it for me a good three hours <laughs> yeah and then in high school I got my PS2 and then Final Fantasy 10 came and I was a new person Wow. Yeah. I remember all those Final Fantasy games because all my friends were playing yeah. them. Yeah. And again, like, we couldn't afford games. I, I would have to rent games. Mm-hmm. Um, and Final Fantasy never really caught my attention. Oh, my God. I always got, like, Twisted Metal and... Oh, okay. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, Parappa oh, the Rapper. Oh, okay. And, you okay, know? <laughs> classic. Yeah. Yeah, like, PlayStation, you know? Right. And, like, I think Final Fantasy had existed before PlayStation anyway, right? Yeah, Final Fantasy has been around forever. Yeah. Yeah. My friends always had it, and I would go to their place, and I'd have to wait. Like, they had all the other consoles, too. Yeah. But they wanted to play Final Fantasy, and I could mm-hmm. never play, you know, like, I just want to play N64. Yeah. I want to play Super Smash Brothers or Mario Kart or something like that. Yeah, something to include everyone in. Yeah. Final Fantasy is not that. Yeah. They, <laughs> they would even, let like, offer to let me play, and I'm like, I don't even want to play that game. Yeah. I want to play the <laughs> other games that I can't play. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. Final Fantasy X changed my life. Really? Yes. <laughs> I am the person I am today because of that game. Wow. Yeah. I, I didn't play games enough. Is this for the better? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That game is probably one of my favorite games of all time. I mm. love it so much. That and, um, of course, Ocarina of Time. Classic. Zelda. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, Zelda. Zelda, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm That's such good. a like, <laughs> it's, non-video it's okay. game. <laughs> it's fine. I'm a big Trekkie, if, if, that, if that helps my case. I am uh, okay. somewhere yeah. somewhere on the spectrum of I am not on that spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> but we're on the same level of yeah. nerdiness and geekiness. Yeah. So. Things of, you know, reasons for people to make fun of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Final Fantasy X is mm. a fantastic game. You should probably play. I mean, you're not going to play, but you should. I might. I don't know. You should. I might. I, I need to give some things like that a chance that it's, I never did. So. It's an RPG yeah. game, so you get invested in the game. And yeah. the story is fantastic, and the characters are well-rounded. They mm-hmm. have so much, so much, I don't know. They're All characters have value. There's mm-hmm. not a disposable character. Great wow. game. I'm so afraid of getting sucked into things like that, though. You like, will. I get sucked into... TV shows, going back and watching shows I haven't seen in a long time, yeah, or watching the same thing over and over again. Did you ever watch Fringe? I've been talking, yeah, no. I've been talking about this a lot lately. Any friends that are listening are gonna be like, "Oh, well, of course he brought it up." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was basically like this updated X Files oh. in the mid two thousands. It was uh, Joshua Jackson from Dawson's Creek, one of, the- oh, or like. 90210, whatever that, you know, one of those, <laughs> one of those things a long time ago. Wait, yeah. do I know? No, I don't know him. I don't think mm. I do. He's a, he's a decent actor. He's pretty good. Okay. So he's on a team of like, they're paranormal investigators basically, but they, it's all based in science. Okay. And like his dad is like this mad scientist that, 
knows everything. Uh -huh. And they're just solving all these paranormal things scientifically. It's really interesting. Okay. But I get stuck watching, like, remember when binge was a bad word? Like, right. now they say that, like, you just, hey, binge on this yeah. for 10 hours. Totally do it. Yeah. And I don't know, I feel like video games would be a... For sure. A, like, worse, you know? Yes, it yeah. would. That's why I knock it out. Mm, you just get them done right away. Yeah. No, no joke. Like, I do not play around when it comes to video games. Thankfully... I only like certain type of video games. Like, mm -hmm. I don't play all the time. I hardly play. But when I do, mm -hmm. look out. Because <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> no one's going to hear from you for days. Nope. That's how it was when I got Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm -hmm. A couple weeks ago, uh, Los Angeles, there was this Red Bull festival going on. Mm -hmm. And the... What's his name? Woody Jackson. He was a composer for the music of Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2. Cool. And they were having a, a concert there. So I was like fuck, I gotta go. But I went, I was like, no one wants to go with me. So I went by myself all the way out to Hollywood. Mm -hmm. It was the greatest thing, one of the greatest experiences I've ever was a part of. It mm -hmm. was so amazing. So Red Dead Redemption is like a cowboy game. Mm -hmm. And it was made, it is made by Rockstar. Um, the story is Rockstar, so, not energy drink. No. Okay. The I was going to say, yeah. The, the uh, company that made like Vice City mm -hmm. or not Vice City, um, fucking Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Vice City. <laughs> that was the first word that came to mind. Well, Grand but that, that's a, that's a version of the game, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> the best one. Um, <laughs> but so Red Dead Redemption was made by them. Mm -hmm. I went fucking amazing what was so great about it is it's a cowboy video game um the story's amazing the music is like contemporary contemporary cowboy music mm -hmm. so it's like classic cowboy music but with the modern twist a lot of the the instruments that they used were instruments of the time so like of the 1800s they were playing with these old-timey instruments mm -hmm. and it's so cool so when i went there they were they were showing like um gameplay all over the room mm -hmm. so we're standing there the stars are above us because they were projecting stars and they have like horses uh, around so cool. us and they were like running <laughs> and they were playing cowboy music it was fucking cool i felt like i was in heaven mm -hmm. like if i died and my soul ascended into heaven i want that music of red to redemption welcoming me <laughs> to the pearly gates <laughs> into and the like, infinite convention <laughs> yeah i just want that on a loop forever all eternity <laughs> it was That's so awesome. good yeah dude video games is always been such a big part of my life. Mm. Yeah. How about music? Music is huge in my life. Mm. Huge. Are you a musician at all? I am not, and mm. I wish I Neither was. Neither am I, don't worry. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I had the patience and talent mm. to learn an instrument and mm -hmm. to actually play. I do not. Mm. I will get frustrated. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I wish I can play. Mm. A, a lot of people that I know are musicians. And I'm just, I'm sitting there with envy. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. I wish I can play. But no, music has, is the biggest inspiration of my life. Awesome. Yeah. Who so, do you, uh, who are you listening to lately? Ooh, who do you have on rotation? Um, right now, Karen O is always my number one mm -hmm. woman crush. I love her and support her in anything she does. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see her at uh, Beach Goth? No. Or was that like two years ago? 
No, I the last time I went to Beach Golf was fuck, uh, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I was invited to go with someone who I don't know they were playing there that time, but they they are in a band and they invited me to go and I was like, mm-hmm. sure, why not? Cool. So I went. I went during the year where Di Arntwood was playing. This was years uh, ago. That was the fifth one. Yeah. No, the fourth one. I don't know. Yeah. Because that, was, that, that was the first one I went to. Oh, really? Yeah. That was the only one that I've gone to. Oh, that was a good one, too. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. Like, I met the Alalas. I don't know if you know Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Briefly met them. Super cool. Uh, I, I, yeah, it was cool. Oh, that was a fun time. It was fun. That's the one where it wasn't raining. Yeah. I think that was the next one, right? <laughs> it might have been the next one. Yeah. There, it was there that I saw uh, Wanda Jackson, who I recently mm. posted about because she just stopped um, touring. Yeah. She's 81 years old. The queen of rockabilly music. Yeah. And I love she her. killed it. Um, did you happen to catch her that? No, I've always wanted to see her, but now my chance is gone. Uh, she was so good. I have a look on my Instagram. I posted a video of her covering Amy Winehouse. Oh, my God. What song? Uh, you're no good. I know you're no good. Or really? I know, you know oh. I'm no good. I have to see that. And it's, you know, 80-year-old, well, 70-something-year-old yeah. uh, woman singing the song. And she's, she's, like, constantly talking about how oh. her... She's like, I don't know if I can do this. You know, I'm oh, an old lady, blah, really? blah, blah. She's crushing it the entire oh time. <laughs> she's either being modest or yeah. she doesn't realize how much she still has, yeah. you know, that, that talent, you know, that, that skill. Dude, that's so cool yeah. that you saw her. She's oh, a yeah. living legend. I had legend. no idea who she was when I... Are you serious? Yeah, I was I was covering the show. Yeah. Um, so I was like right up front too. Like oh I, everybody God. was like, who gets... Like, why do they get to go up front? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And they're with my camera. And I'm like, I don't know who this woman is, but she's amazing. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, fuck the crowd. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I get to be up front. Dude, she's and She just blew me away. Yeah, she's a, she's a living... She's literally a living legend. Yeah. Like, she's been around forever. Yeah. I think she had, like, some type of relationship with Elvis. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Have you seen her when she was younger? Uh, yeah. Fucking yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's amazing. I've been listening to her forever. Mm. And I've always wanted to see her, but, I mean, I never had the chance to. And now that she retired, I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> so I could just watch her on YouTube, I guess. But It was... It was probably easy to miss because I thought it was funny she was playing in between like I think it was moving units mm-hmm. and like the subhumans at Beach Goth at Beach Goth yeah the same you know, one that we went to or a different I, one yeah uh, it was it was on the same it was at the on the observatory stage inside Fuck. and it was I think right after her was subhumans oh my and god really like, alright that's an interesting I transition so mad <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who did you catch there then? Fuck, I don't know. Because I mean, there's a there were a million people. There, there was a million people. Yeah. I don't remember. I kind of remember that night. Not really. Mm. It was fun. I missed the <laughs> ant word, and I missed I, so did I. Um, Bonnie Bear. Bonnie Bear oh, closed out he the was show. Man, I was too busy hanging out with my friend. Like I didn't really see any. I heard them from the distance, but I didn't stand in the crowd. Oh, I was too busy leaving by the time he went on because I was so tired, and God, I was like, I don't even yeah. like this. You live so far too. That must have been. Oh, I wasn't bad. No. Yeah, mm. it's like 45, 50 minutes something. No like way, that. I had yeah. to have been more. Really? Maybe I was hauling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was running late. The last. Let me see. The last music festival that I saw at the observatory was 
a couple years ago. I think it might have been two years ago. Um, mm. Sorry, I keep burping. This yeah, no beer. worries. It's beer. <laughs> it's delicious. Doing the same thing. I thought yeah. I was hiding it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you didn't notice. <laughs> no, I just ignored it. Oh, good. I understand. <laughs> you just, just see burp. me constantly turning my head. I know. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> The last music festival that I saw at the observatory was um, called When We Were Young. Did you hear about that? Yes. Morrissey was headlining. Yes. That, that was so cool. Ah. It made me so happy. So my inner like emo scene kid was like living it that, that weekend. <laughs> Morrissey was playing. I, I've seen him like six times. I've um, only seen him once. Mm. Yeah. I love him. It's not him. enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were like, mm, yeah, whatever. Oh, no, no. I'd love okay. to see him again. <laughs> he's great. I, he's getting older now, so he's not as energetic as mm. he was before. But um, at the concert, the festival, when we were young, he was playing nothing but Smith songs. What? So it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And then he was headlining the first day. The second day, I think the Descendants were headlining. But it was so cool. So the first day was like rockabilly type of stuff. Rockabilly mm -hmm. emo. Second day, pure punk. Mm -hmm. So rad. It was probably one of the best music festivals I've been to. That's so cool. Yeah. It looked like such a great lineup and such a good time. Yeah. For whatever reason, I didn't go. Yeah, it was so cool. Mm -hmm. AFI played. I've always wanted to see them. Um, God, I can't even remember. Streetlight Manifesto played. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> There's so many. The Germs played, I think. Um, the old, oh man, I yeah, I can't even remember. There's so many people. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I had That's so, so cool. much. But Fiddler played. Oh, I saw Fiddler. They're so rad. I love them. I saw them at that beach god actually. Oh, okay. That was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Or the first one I saw them at. Yeah. Uh, I saw Morrissey in 04 during the You Are the Quarry tour. Did you happen to see him back then? He, he played at Glen Helen Pavilion during, uh, uh, do you remember Inland Invasion? No, I didn't see him then. Oh, that was no. such a good, Tears for Fears, Flock oh of Seagulls, Muse, and a new to the scene, Killers at the time. Oh my, you saw all of them? Yeah, it was this wow. big, like, so, the Killers were so new that uh, Brendan Flowers had stage fright. Oh my God! Yeah, baby. he looked like he looked so nervous, oh and they God. had to follow Muse, who had who was like one album in at the time, crushed it in, yeah. the, in the daytime. Like yeah. their lights were showing through. Oh my you know? God, they're amazing. Yeah, all of them are amazing. Oh my God, I'm jealous. Oh, I, was a good I didn't. One. <laughs> that was a little too early for me. I didn't start going to shows until maybe late high school. So maybe like. Uh, oh seven, oh eight. Mm. I started going to actually, you know, it's crazy. So I grew up in a very uh, kind of traditional household. Mm -hmm. uh, Pops was a veteran, is a veteran. Um, yeah, first child. They've always kind of had like this controlling atmosphere. And mm -hmm. since I've mentioned before, as a teenager, I was like, "Fuck the system, fuck all <laughs> the punk, the inner." Like, punk spoke out to me. So I was kind of, like, always trying to rebel against my parents. Mm -hmm. And I would lie to my parents saying, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go here, study here. But I would actually sneak out and go to the glass house and mm. watch a bunch of shows. And one time, oh, my God, I will never forget this. I was maybe, like, 18 or 19. And I, I was seeing this guy at the time at 
uh, Mount Sac. Mm -hmm. And my friend, I asked my friend if we can go and pick him up at Mount Sac and we can drive back to the glass house where my other friends were waiting for us. We were going to see like, like some band. I think it might have been like Escape the Fate or something. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, it's like a screamo band. Uh, so I was like, yeah, let, let's, can we pick up my boyfriend and we can go back? She's like, yeah, sure, whatever. So I didn't know what type of car she was driving, but she pulled up with this old time. It looked like a pimp car. So inside it was all red velvet. <laughs> it was straight from the seventies and it looked like it was barely, it was struggling to like drive. Mm. It was like, didn't even think about it. So I got behind the wheel. I'm like, okay, we got to drive fast. She's like, please don't drive too fast because you might ruin my car. I'm like, okay, sure. Whatever. I like slammed my foot and tried to drive as fast as I can. It barely hit 60 mm -hmm. and we went to, uh, we were about to go to Mount Sac and then the car broke down in the middle of an intersection and there was like black smoke coming up oh from the god. hood and I was like, oh my god. And my friend, the girl, like my friend, she was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, what did you do? <laughs> and, I, and I was thinking like, holy fuck, I ruined her car. Yeah. And so, like we were in the middle of the intersection everyone was laughing at us there was like this suburban that came up next to us and they were la they were literally pointing at us and laughing and I was like oh my god and um, someone behind us this guy was super nice he got out of his car and he's like do you girls need help and we're like yes and so um, we had to push our car to the nearest gas station which was literally around the corner and we were there and he's like okay I hope you guys are safe and he drove off and like my friend popped open her hood and it was just literally a cloud of black smoke oh that just God. escaped and I was like fuck and I was like I'm so sorry I didn't mean to ruin your car she was just quiet she was nervous she wanted to cry mm -hmm. and we were trying to figure out what we were gonna what we were gonna do and I don't know anything about cars mm -hmm. she doesn't know anything about cars and there is this, this homeless man that started walking up to us like throwing up the peace sign slowly walking over and he's saying I come in peace I mean I come in peace and we're just kind of like okay he comes over with a, a a jug of water I think it was the water that he was drinking out of mm -hmm. and he poured it over the radiator mm -hmm. and he was like the reason why your car um is it working anymore is because I think something's wrong with the, the radiator and it needs to cool down. And he's like, I hope your ladies are okay. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm just here to help. I'm like, okay, okay, wow. okay. Yeah, he was super nice. And um, Sketchy he tried, situation though. Right? Yeah. But that's why he yeah. threw up the peace sign. <laughs> uh, but he walked away. He's like, you know, I did the best that I could. I don't really know much about cars. I mm -hmm. just thought it was a radiator. And he, you know, walked off. So we're just like, fuck. And so I called my friends who are already at the glass house. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, guys, um, our car broke down. Mm -hmm. I still need to pick up my boyfriend. Can you pick us up? So they came over with their big ass truck. We go by Mount Sac, pick up my boyfriend at the time, go over to the, the show, have a blast. And then we had to drop him back off at the campus so he can take the bus back to his place. Mm -hmm. But I felt so bad because I had to leave her. Um, she was crying because she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I, My parents are going to wonder what happened to my car and that's not working. And what am I going to say? And I was like, um, I have to go back home because my parents are already calling me. Like, I wish you the best of luck. Ooh. So I left. And I always felt so bad about that. But my other friends stayed with her and they had, they had um, a, they towed her car back to her neighborhood. Mm -hmm. and I think she told her parents that 
it just didn't work anymore. But <laughs> it just yeah. stopped. Yeah. yeah, but that that was crazy. Like I didn't get home till fucking four o'clock in the morning because we were just trying to figure out what we were gonna do. Jeez. Oh, but yeah, that's what I did. Like I never told my parents that I was doing anything. I just told them like, oh, I'll be out, and they yeah, I'd be like, oh, I'll be studying or I'll be watching a show at my high school. There's a play that I'm gonna go see and hang out with my friends. No, nope. <laughs> going to the glass house, watching <laughs> shows, ruining cars. Oh, that was crazy. Damn. I still feel bad about that. It makes me nervous just thinking about it. Just the thought of a car breaking down and having no idea what to do. Like, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. But I have hope. There there are people who are willing to help. Some. Yeah. Some people. Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah. I'm Two girls, a broken car. I mean, Yeah. it's kind of... Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't even push the car. It was so heavy. It was just a giant it was just, it was land yacht. A, yeah, <laughs> it was so it was a pimp car. I don't know what type yeah. of car. A Cadillac? I don't know. Yeah. It was just a, a tank basically and two small girls trying to push it and would not budge. <laughs> and then a homeless savior yeah. with a jug of water. <laughs> oh. I think it was his only jug of water and he wasted half of it on our car. Oh, what a which nice was guy. really sweet of him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a good sign. That gives me hope. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never snuck out for shows. My first show was at the Glass House. And it was, um, I went with my aunt. Like, my aunt chaperoned me and my couple of friends. That's rad. She wanted to go. She's just like, oh, cool. You know, I used to yeah. go to the Glass House. And That's so cool. Yeah. And she got us free tickets because she knew somebody somehow. I don't That's know, so cool. I don't remember the connection. But yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't tell my parents that I was going to the Glass House because... They, I guess, like back in the '90s, there was a bunch of drugs being distributed in the glass mm. house, and they thought that the glass house meant that I was gonna get drugged or I was gonna something terrible was gonna happen to me. So I couldn't tell them that, but mm-hmm. they didn't understand that so much time has passed that it's just a place, a show, a venue where people come together mm-hmm. and they enjoy me like live music. So I couldn't tell them that. Yeah. So I just said like, oh, I lied to them. <laughs> My entire teenage years is just me lying to my parents sorry mom and dad <laughs> i definitely ditched toward the end of high school a few times oh yeah me too yeah, like more than a few times a yeah. lot of times yeah. i was lucky to graduate from high school yeah. i remember a teacher looking at me he was on the phone just outside of the school and i was just walking out he knew i had to like be into <laughs> into a class yeah not his but like someone else yeah and he's just on his phone he's looking at me talking like not breaking stride in his conversation but he's just looking at me the whole time like really yeah and i'm like yeah same oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm catching I, the bus i would just leave yeah <laughs> so um instagram yes your uh tag uh, it's Bianca.Ornellis, mm-hmm. so Bianca, B-I-A-N-C-A, mm-hmm. period, O-R-N-E-L-A-S. Cool. And are you on Twitter? I am, but it, I'm not, I don't want anyone to follow me. Cause oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> then don't mention it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to. I have Twitter. I am hilarious, but yeah, it's for my personal stuff. Oh, I good. think I'm hilarious. I don't think anyone else who follows me thinks I'm hilarious, mm. but... I'm going to keep that private. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Twitter that I do not use at all. Oh, I and use it. And it's like, it. it's listed on everything and I don't oh, use really? it. Oh, really? Yeah. I use Facebook a lot. I don't, not anymore. Mm, I use it because like articles in there are, are on there True. and stuff and I yeah. do a lot of anti-Trump shit. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I, I, 
am very angry. You're probably I looking on. I think a on lot a, of us are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm very mean, <laughs> but funny, like trying to be funny. Right. So okay. people either like it or stopped following right. me on Facebook. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> um, and your website's coming out. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. I'm working on it slowly but surely. Cool. Yeah. Cool. No deadline or anything like that. I should have a deadline. That's something mm. that I should probably put yeah, down. That'll be your own like, thing, and we can update something later. Yeah. You know, I'll list <laughs> it later. My uh, deadline, hopefully, in the next few months. <laughs> so vague. <laughs> cool. I like I, I like that because I I did the same thing. I yeah. totally respect it. Yeah. Because okay. I I have a few things that I I'm. I have in the works yeah and it's not you know especially when you're working with other people it's not up to you it's up to both of you right or all of you yeah and you know you want to have a deadline but it's yeah you can try you know yeah yeah cool well thank you for doing this my pleasure of course this is fun good i'm glad you liked it (laughs) 